Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Can you smell the bitterness? Can you just smell the bitterness? Can you see it? Can you taste it? It's all around you. I will tell you why that is coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. Jonas Knox in for Doug Gottlieb here on Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app and wherever you are taking part in the program. Happy New Year to you and yours We appreciate you hanging out with us here on all of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates. We're going to have some fun taking you all the way up until 7 p.m. Eastern time, 4 o'clock Pacific here on Fox Sports Radio. And let me just, and by the way, we're going to have all sorts of grab ass, all right? Uh, The great John Ramos is here. Uh, He was kind enough to want to hang out with us on a holiday. I mean, you know, out of the goodness of his heart, he cut his vacation short last week, and he demanded, I got to be here for the first Doug Gottlieb show, even though Doug's not here of 2021 so we get the great John Ramos here for the next four hours Uh, all right so you were and I'm not saying that anybody's doing this now 
Right? I'm not saying that this is happening now. I'm not saying that this is something that you're currently going through or that's even happened recently. But I think everybody at some point in time in their life has had that morning where they woke up and they realized what they did the night before. And they just thought, oh, boy, how did that look? Because it doesn't feel good. Like this, you could just you get this sense that whatever happened the night before, it just wasn't a good look. All right, you just and, and it's got, you get this sickening feeling because you know you're going to have to start apologizing to some people and do. And again, I'm not saying that that's what currently is happening for some people here on New Year's if they got after it a little bit on New Year's Eve. I'm not saying that's what's happening, but everybody has been in that moment at some point in time where they look back and they go, "That just looked bad. That's a bad look on me. I got to wear it. It just it's what it is." And um. One of the really bad looks in my mind is when you're bitter because that's really obvious to a lot of people. You can tell by the tone. You can tell by the, the comments you make. You're bitter. You're bitter about you know somebody or something, and it just it's so clear to everybody that there's something else going on here. You notice that there's some bitter people over the past couple of days? I mean, it, you, you'll notice it right now. There's bitter people. Just go on to your Twitter timeline. Have a conversation with somebody who's a college football fan. Can you smell the bitterness? Can you taste it? It's a really bad look. It's called SEC bitterness. Yeah. You might even have it yourself. It's a bad look. Probably get that checked out. Might, might want to not have that look anymore. It's all the people that are now all of a sudden keeping track of how the SCC does in these bowl games, these magical bowl games, and then they're going to they're gonna take their shots and say, oh, well, you know, the big bad SCC, but look at what they're doing in this game. And what did the S? Oh, they must not care about this. Stop. You're bitter. Stop keeping track of exhibition games. That's exactly what these are. These are exhibition games. That's what they are. They don't matter. These games don't matter. They're bowl games that have no implication on a national championship. They don't matter. These are exhibition games. That's one of the issues with the college football playoff. When you tell people that three games are the only three games that matters, the other games start to not matter anymore. It just It's what it is. But I can accept it and understand it. And I can look at it and go, all right, well, whoever wins this game, I mean, it doesn't really do anything for me personally. I don't, I don't get anything from this game. But whoever, whoever loses this game or wins this game, whatever, it's an exhibition. You know, they're fun. It's fun to watch, fun to, fun to play in. It's great. But I'm not going to use this to determine who's good and who's not. Just like I'm not going to use the NFL preseason to determine who's going to be a Super Bowl winner and who's not. They're exhibition games. But for some reason and I think I know why, people like to really watch the SEC closely in these bowl games. And it's because they're bitter. That's all that this is. They're bitter because they've been the SEC's doormat for years and years and years. And so when they've got to take a shot at the SEC or when everybody's all of a sudden a Cincinnati fan because they're playing Georgia in the Peach Bowl, when all of this has happened, understand that this is happening because they've been walked on for years and years and years. They're bitter. It's a bad look. It's a terrible look. It's also a flawed look. And it's, it's a look that you don't even really believe in yourself. You're just so caught up in the moment. I don't get caught up in the moment. 
All right, I'm not, I'm not a prisoner of the moment. I'm not being held hostage by the Peach Bowl. And you want to know why? Because I'm an adult. <laughs> That's why. That's really bottom line, root of the reasoning. I'm an adult. The Peach Bowl doesn't make or break a college football season for me. I'm sorry it doesn't. But let me, we'll just play your game, though. I, we can play the game. That's fine. So let's play the game. If these games are so important, since everybody's telling me they're so important based on all the reaction I'm seeing because Georgia's losing to Cincinnati in the Peach Bowl, if these games are so important, I got to know, who won the Peach Bowl three years ago? Since all of a sudden the Peach Bowl is the make or break, who won the Peach Bowl three years ago? Hey, you probably don't know. It was UCF. UCF won it three years ago, but that's that's asking you to go all the way back. That's three years ago. It's been a long year, 2020. I don't want to do that to you. That's an unfair ask, and I feel bad for doing it, so I apologize. All right, so 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 what about two years ago? All right, so so who won the Peach Bowl two years ago? Because, you know, I just want to you – know, because I know three years ago was too long, so who won it two years ago? Oh, you don't know that one either. Huh. Yeah, it was Florida. Florida won it two years ago. Yeah, that's the team that won the Peach Bowl. Two. You know what, though? Again, unreasonable ask by me since the Peach Bowl is uh, – there's a lot going on. I mean, you're telling me how important it is based on the reaction, but I just I, – I, I feel bad, so, so it's fine. Don't worry about it. Something a little easier, all right? Let's just go one year back. Who won the Peach Bowl last year? Since three years was too long and two years was a little too long, what about last year? We'll just go mo- most recently. Who won the Peach Bowl last year? Oh, you probably don't remember that one either. Yeah, it was LSU. And in fact, that was a playoff game, and you didn't even know. Cut the crap. You don't care about the Peach Bowl, just like you don't care about majority of these bowl games. Stop. Cut the crap. It's garbage. This is your bitterness towards the SEC. The Peach Bowl was a college football playoff game a year ago, and you couldn't even tell me who won last year. Majority, you didn't even know. And I'm not saying that I knew. I had to look it up. I didn't know who won the Peach Bowl last year. Oh, it was a college football playoff. Didn't remember. Well, kind of a lot going on this year. I had to, but I'm not sitting here proclaiming that whoever wins this, this is A, showcasing you how flawed the SEC is, and B, saying, well, this is exactly why Cincinnati deserved a shot. Stop. Like, all of a sudden, the Peach Bowl is the make or break of college football. That's the determining factor as to whether or not your conference is legit or whether or not your conference deserves to be ball washed as much as they are. All of a sudden, it's how they do in these exhibitions. This game doesn't matter. It doesn't. You could say, oh, well, just you're saying that it doesn't matter because, you know, the FCC might lose it. No, no, no. I'm saying it because these are the games that you've got players who choose not to play in because they don't want to hurt their draft stock. Does anybody do that for national championship games? No, because those games matter because they're playing for something. These are exhibition games, man. And for whatever reason, you guys got to jump in and start firing hot takes and say, well, what did the SEC do? Stop. You're bitter. They've been dominating college football for years and years and years. There's a reason for that. They're better than you. That conference is better than your conference. Those teams are better than your teams. 
We can argue and debate a college football playoff. All we, That's fine. I love the college football playoff. But it, facts are facts. When you tell me something is so much more important than everything else, I'm going to tend to believe you. And when you're telling me two games and then one game are the most important every single college football season, the others cease to become as important. That's just the facts of things. That's the reality. What's more important, week 17 of the regular season or uh, the wild card weekend in the NFL? It's a no-brainer. I don't care what happens in this game. I don't care if Cincinnati wins this game. I don't care if they win by 40. I'm not taking a damn thing from it. I don't all of a sudden look at Georgia and go, ha-ha, Georgia's flawed. They shouldn't be in the top 25. And I'm not going to use Cincinnati beating Georgia as the reason they should have been the number four team and not Notre Dame. I'm not taking anything from it. I refuse to believe that exhibition games are going to change my opinion on entire conferences and college football landscapes. Not doing it. I'm sorry. You want to play that game? That's fine. I'm not doing it. You're a doormat, and I'm not. Period. Jonas Knox in for Doug Gottlieb here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. You can get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Coming up next, there's a team in the NFL that is absolutely terrifying going into the playoffs. And the answer might surprise you. We'll have it for you here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., 
and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. And recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry. Back to Iguodala. Up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jonas Knox in for Doug Gottlieb here on Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up in a little over 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, we will get into a team in the NFL who has just made an announcement, uh, an announcement that will add another layer to the intrigue of a big-time game this weekend in the National Football League, right? So an announcement has just been made in the NFL. We will have that for you here uh, a little over 10 minutes from now on Fox Sports Radio uh, as we celebrate the doormats uh, cheering against the SEC during a bull season. Uh, This is uh, our yearly reminder of uh, that conference that's dominated you and how you guys are all bitter about it. That's what it sounds like to me. I mean, I'm just I'm just saying what it sounds like to me, but uh, we will uh, dive back into that coming up uh, throughout the course of the show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, All right. So I didn't actually believe that I was going to say this until the past couple of weeks. And I've been thinking about it. There's a race for the final wild cards spots in the AFC. And and there's, you know, three team, four teams fighting for three spots. And it's just sort of craziness. Um, and if you were to tell me, all right, who's the odd team out right now? It feels like Indianapolis would be the odd team out, which makes that loss to Pittsburgh that much worse based on sort of what their path to get into the postseason is going to be and what they're going to have to deal with as they move forward. And so Indianapolis is going to, you know, they're going to need some major help to get in, but you've got Cleveland playing Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh's resting a bunch of guys. You got the Miami Dolphins um, who are going to be playing the Bills, but the Bills feel like they're going to maybe be resting some players. And, you know, Miami's going to really go for it. And they've got two on. We've got plenty on that whole dynamic because that's that's pretty odd the way that's all working out. And then you've got Tennessee, who's got Houston, who's clearly in a rebuild despite J.J. Watt's impassioned speech, which really played up for the cameras big time last week. But the one team that I look at, and I never thought I would say this, that I would want no part of at all getting into the postseason is Baltimore. Who the hell wants any part of the Baltimore Ravens? And the reason that I can't believe I'm saying it is because that's been the knock on Lamar Jackson. 
for all the good that Lamar Jackson has done and for as fantastic of a player as Lamar Jackson has been, the knock on Lamar Jackson is, hey, man, great in the regular season, job well done, second you get to the postseason, you fall apart. We've seen it twice now. All right, one time, eh, you know, we could understand. Twice, there might be a pattern. And so you saw the first year, saves his coach's job, which I think people forget. John Harbaugh was, the report was he was gone at the end of the year. A couple of years ago that John Harbaugh was gone and they were going to rebuild this whole thing and start from, from scratch. They had their quarterback. They were going to find another head coach. Ozzie Newsom was leaving as the GM and they were going to get a GM, a coach, somebody to build around Lamar Jackson. That was the plan. Joe Flacco was gone, so it was almost the, the, the end of an era in Baltimore, and they were going to move into a different direction. And then all of a sudden, they make the switch. They go to Lamar Jackson. He starts winning games, and he saves John Harbaugh's job. So the report out John Harbaugh's going to be gone. Lamar Jackson comes in, plays so well, saves his job. Gets an extension afterwards. They go to the postseason. What happened in the playoffs? They lost to the Chargers. You got fans booing Lamar Jackson, wanting Philip Riv- or wanting uh, Joe Flacco to come in the game against Philip Rivers in that playoff game, because they just felt like, man, he's getting outplayed. It's too big for him. Fine, they come back the next year. It's all yours, Lamar. MVP season goes to the postseason, comes out flat. Then you got Baltimore saying, well, you know, maybe we shouldn't arrested starters. It was three weeks into the playoff game. Whatever the case may be, two playoff games, Lamar Jackson has not looked good. And I would argue maybe the two worst games of his NFL career in the biggest moments. But there's something about this team right now that doesn't feel like either of those teams. And I don't think anybody wants any part of the Baltimore Ravens when you get to the postseason. Anybody. Because Lamar Jackson's got that thing. And you just dispel what you know about the postseason the past couple of years. Because quarterbacks will lose in the playoffs all the time. It happens. Aaron Rodgers has lost a bunch of playoff games. Peyton Manning has lost a bunch of playoff games. Great quarterbacks will lose playoff games because it's about what's around you, situations, circumstances, a fluke play here or there. It happens. But so just dispel what you know of Lamar Jackson in the past two playoffs for the Baltimore Ravens. He's got this thing that they talk about in the NBA to where if you get to the postseason, do you have a guy that can take a game over? When you get to the playoffs, is there a guy when you need a bucket on your team that can get you a bucket and can get you points when you need it? And if you have that, chances are you're going to go a long way. In fact, historically speaking, if you don't have that, you're not going anywhere. And they feel like they've got a guy in Lamar Jackson who can make a play, who can figure out some, some way to either come off the bench when he may or may not have been crap in his pants, whatever the case may be, whatever story you believe. They've got a guy in Lamar Jackson who can just get you that one play, make that one guy miss, make that one move, make that one throw, and win you a football game. And I don't know that anybody at the top of the AFC, for as good as those teams are, wants any part of Baltimore. If you were to just look at the matchups, I mean, Kansas City's not going to play him. Obviously, Kansas got got the first round, buying all that. But if you're Buffalo, you want any part of Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens? Like, I know Buffalo's great. Don't, Don't get me wrong. 
But if you're Buffalo and you got this magical thing going on with this young quarterback who's really ascending, man, I don't know that that's the guy I want to see in uh, my first pressure-packed playoff game at home when I'm expected to win. I don't know I want to see that guy. You think Pittsburgh wants to see Baltimore a third time? I don't care what happened in the regular season. Pittsburgh doesn't want to see them. Like, there, there are teams in the AFC that want no part of Baltimore. And I don't know if it's any part of Baltimore as the, as the playoffs go on or if it's just early on. But I look at them and I go, they are a terrifying first-round matchup because you got a guy who does have experience. You could say whatever you want about the losses, all of that. That's fine. But you do have a guy who does have experience. Somebody who has been there a couple of times. Somebody who's going to be really pissed off and really motivated to want to try and prove people wrong. And you could say whatever you want about Lamar Jackson. That's the one thing everybody always talks about. He is his harshest critic. He constantly wants to get better. And he will do whatever it takes to try and get better and improve his game. It's why he took such a leap between year one and year two. And to have to deal with that guy, his mobility, and his playmaking ability, period, to start out a playoff, uh, the AFC playoffs, I I just, I don't want any part of that. I also would argue, if they're going on the road, and they've got to open up the postseason on the road, there's going to be way less pressure than there was on Lamar Jackson. It's almost a, a free roll at this point if you're Lamar Jackson. Well, nobody thinks we're worth a crap in the postseason anyways. A lot of people didn't think we would even get this far anyways. And we don't have to deal with the pressure of hosting at home. So now, not only do you have to play a pissed-off, motivated, nothing-to-lose Lamar Jackson, but you get to in your own stadium, and unless you're Buffalo, what are you going to have, like 6,000 people there? It's not like you got a home field advantage. So you've got all of that on top of play breaks down, you've got everything covered, and Lamar Jackson's the guy in the league that burns you the most when everything breaks down. He's the guy in the league that if it all falls apart, he burns you the most. He might be the reason, now I think Cleveland's going to get in, but he might be the reason ultimately that you look back and go, hey, why didn't the Browns make the playoffs? Oh, that's right, because they couldn't stop Baltimore on Monday night on fourth down because Lamar Jackson made a play with his feet, made a throw, and they ended up going uh, going on to win that game on Monday night in one of the great games we've seen all season long, if not the best game we've seen all season long in the NFL. I'm telling you right now, of all the teams playing to get in, the least desirable matchup for anybody at the top, I think, is the Baltimore Ravens, and I don't think it's close. Jonas Knox in for Doug Gottlieb here on Fox Sports Radio. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up next, one team in the NFL has made an announcement, a big announcement that's going to add a little bit of intrigue to this weekend's matchup. So the Cleveland Browns have a big game, right? huge game. The Browns need to win to get in the playoffs. Now, the Steelers are resting Ben Roethlisberger. They're resting some players, you know. But the interesting storyline attached to this game, outside of Cleveland trying to get into the playoffs, is that Mason Rudolph is going to be starting the game. Now, for those of you that aren't aware, Mason Rudolph was involved in a little bit of an incident last year in which uh, I think it was Thursday Night Football, uh, in fact, people got mad at me because I said I, I, I said it was outstanding television. Oh, my God, but that sort of violence, you don't think that's a bad look? Listen, man, 
Anytime you're watching an NFL game and a defensive player takes off some quarterback's helmet and bops him over the head with it, I'm sorry, that's riveting television. What do you want me to do? Are you what you you don't turn and look when there's an accident on the highway? Sorry, G- call me guilty. Guilty is charged. But in that game, uh, Mason Rudolph, uh, you know, got bopped on the head uh, by uh, Miles Garrett, and um, then afterwards, Miles Garrett said that uh, Mason Rudolph used a racial slur. Now. He didn't say it right after the game. He waited until way after and then said that there was a racial slur used. My opinion on it is that never happened. I think he panicked. I think he tried to cover his ass. He went with a lie. And he is since uh, there's been no proof at all from anybody that it was said. You got Steeler teammates that have defended Mason Rudolph, uh, black and white. You've got his head coach, black, Mike Tomlin, who defended Mason Rudolph. No, no proof anywhere that it was ever said, and they were pissed off about it, really pissed off about it. Did an investigation. Nobody heard nothing. But apparently, Miles Garrett said it happened. So they meet again. And uh, Kevin Stefanski, the head coach, has announced that um, Miles Garrett will be out there representing the Cleveland Browns as a captain before the game. All right. And uh, Kevin Stefanski uh, said, and I quote, it's a big game. I'm sending the big guy out there, but it is in no way to call back to anything previously, so I just want to make sure that it's clear. Okay. I have a question for Kevin Stavansky. What did you think anybody was going to think when you made the announcement? When you made this decision, did you think we were just going to all forget about what happened and say, oh, big deal, he's sending Miles Garrett out there. What's the problem? You know, I don't, I don't want to get it misconstrued here. You know, I just, just so you know, we're just sending him out there because it's a big game. Yeah. Why not just avoid it altogether? How about just get into the playoffs and then, and then push, kick the can down the road? Why have the conversation? Like, I, I don't understand. Like, why would he think that anybody would go any other direction other than, okay, so you're going to put the guy who was involved in one of the ugliest on-field moments in recent memory out there on the field as a captain before the game with the starting quarterback who's now starting this week because they're resting Ben Roethlisberger. But nah, nah, nah. Listen, nothing to see here. Whatever you – don't worry about it, everybody. There's nothing to see here. I, I mean, come on, man. You know where this conversation is going to go unless he had a discussion with Miles Garrett and they thought this might be an opportunity for them to squash things before the game. Who knows? But regardless, it adds another wrinkle to the discussion when it comes to the Cleveland Browns. And I'll just say this about the Cleveland Browns. I have been a Browns supporter for a while, right? I have, I have a dear friend who's a Browns fan. Um, I've gone to multiple Cleveland Browns bars with him to watch games because one, they're a great fan base and it's just hysterical. I don't, I'm not a Browns fan, but I want to see him do well just because I've met so many Browns fans who are so pained by their history because not only are you losing heartbreaking games like to the Denver Broncos back in the eighties on a fumble and a drive, but you're also losing your entire franchise. Like you had Belichick before he came, became Belichick, and your team left Cleveland only to go to Baltimore to win a Super Bowl. Two Super Bowls, as a matter of fact. 
So their history is so pain. So I always find myself pulling for the Cleveland Browns. I want to see them do well. I want them to have nice things. I want them to have some level of success. That being said, if the Browns can't win here, I don't know what to tell you. I just, I don't, I really don't want to tell you. I mean, I, I think that there's been a lot of Browns bullying on sports radio and television the past several years. I think there's been a lot of people that have taken shots at the Cleveland Browns, unnecessary shots at the Browns because it's the lazy, easy thing to do. I've always defended them. I've always said that's just a lazy take. Leave them alone. That being said, if you can't win this game, uh, a double-digit favorite against the Pittsburgh Steelers and their backup quarterback to win and get into the postseason, I got nothing for you. I'm sorry. Last week, totally understandable. You had a bunch of wide receivers out. You were trying to scramble to win that game late, and it didn't go your way. A lot of people took shots then. I did not. That was a shorthanded football team. This week, no excuses. And if the Browns can't pull this off and they still miss the playoffs – that is an awful look, not only for Kevin Stefanski, but also Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Brown organization. And I won't be here to defend him because that is indefensible if you can't win this game if you're the Cleveland Browns. Jonas Knox in for Doug Gottlieb here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you can check out the show on the iHeartRadio app. Uh, get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Coming up next, it is game time. Uh, always a staple here on the Doug Gottlieb show. And usually the way uh, this works is we are going to tell you what is going to happen in the world of sports and beyond. That's next here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. <laughs> at Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos 
in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Damn it. Jonas Knox in for Doug Gottlieb here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up uh, top of next hour, uh, less than 15 minutes from now here on FSR, we will be uh, getting into, it's just sort of calling your shot is the best way I can put it. We will call our shot when it comes to a reaction you will see in the world of football. I'm telling you right now, it's going to happen about 15 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, By the way, just pure and total dominance by the SEC yet again. uh, A 24-21 win over the big, bad Cincinnati Bearcats uh, in the Peach Bowl. And I mean, listen, I'm just going based on on what I've seen on social media. From what everything that I've heard is that this is like the make-all, uh, end-all, be-all, make-or-break situation for the SEC. So if Georgia would have lost this game, then all of a sudden the SEC would have stunk. I mean, look, the powerhouse program, Georgia, powerhouse conference, and pure and total dominance over Cincinnati. I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. SEC does it again. Reigning supreme here. For you uh, nerds who get all caught up in exhibition bowl games uh, here on Sports Talk Radio. Uh, all right. Uh, right now, it's time for something we do on the show, and it's called this. This is Game Time. It's Game Time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. And for that, we turn it over to Commander Scott to find out what the hell is going on, Dave. Man, Jonas, we got... Psychic. We got Psychic. 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 Uh, Joe, how about this? With Ryan Fitzpatrick not uh, not playing this weekend, he's on the COVID-19 list, can Tua Tagovailoa lead the Miami Dolphins to win and a postseason bid? Um, I think that the Dolphins will get in. Now, how Tua is going to play, I don't know. But I do think the Dolphins are going to get in. Uh, I just think the whole handling of Tua by Brian Flores is one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen. And, and, then, and then you get all these people that want to defend it. 
Like, no, nah, man, it's just, you know, it's different. They, uh, you know, uh, just his approach is different. Like what he does. Okay. If, if it was so smooth, then why was Ryan Fitzpatrick so pissed off the first time he got benched? <laughs> right. Yeah. If, if everything was so smooth there, why, why was he so upset about it? It's just that's the whole thing with the Tua stuff is what the hell is with the handling of him? Or maybe, maybe who knows? Flores isn't a big fan, but I don't know. It's it's very bizarre, but I would bet on Miami to get into the playoffs. Okay, in his defense, though, if you're Flores, would you have pulled him in that Denver game and last week? No. No. He's got to figure this out. Right. Like, like, at some like, if you got pulled off the air after your first update because it didn't go that smooth, wouldn't you be looking around going, hold on a second. <laughs> This is my first one. Yeah. Can I at least get like some margin of error? Like, le- like let me grow and, and work through these things. And he hasn't twice. He's told him we don't trust you in these spots. Yeah. How's that going to instill confidence in the guy? It's it weird. Speaking of confidence, Brown's on the verge of making the playoffs, but they've had some COVID trouble this last couple of days. Facility back open now. Will they miss the playoffs after winning at least 10 games this year? I mean... If they do, <laughs> like I said, man, if they do, they've got nobody to blame but themselves. Right. Nobody to blame. It. I just, I would, I would like, I really want the Browns to do well. I want to see them get in. I think it'd be a lot of fun, and I love the way that they play because they run the ball yeah. and they are they are a run first off, offense, and and that to me is a like a foreign language in the NFL nowadays. So I want to see them do well. If they can't figure this thing out. I, I, they've got nobody to blame but themselves. But don't you get the feeling on both sides, the AFC and the NFC, something strange is going to happen? Yeah. This isn't going to be chalk. Whoever is expected to win is going to win. Something strange is going to happen on either one or both sides. That, I just get this feeling. And that's why I'm curious to see if Washington gets in because Alex Smith isn't going to give a game away if he does play. And their defense, at least the front seven, can ball out. Yeah. No, I mean – and and that's been the big thing with Washington, the way that they've built that defensive line, and with with Ron Rivera. Like I w- I want to see Alex Smith get in because I just think his story is unbelievable. Yeah. Um. I just where he was at and where they are now. The idea though that the quarterback representing the NFC East is going to be <laughs> the guy who nearly lost his leg eighteen months ago blows my mind. Or the red rifle. <laughs> yeah, like it just like, what I'm, it just it blows my mind. Like da- Philadelphia thinks, oh, no doubt we've got a franchise quarterback, dude. He's healthy and not playing. Yeah, like that's that's how weird that division's been all season long. How about here in Los Angeles? Justin Herbert and Derwin James both offered support for head coach Anthony Lynn. Uh, Chargers retaining him next season? I don't think so. And and I know people love the guy, and from everything I've heard, he's he's a great guy, and. And there's been some conversation that he might have saved his job or maybe he'll be back because, you know, they're not going to want to, you know, screw him over and they're going to want to give him a real chance with this quarterback who's such a stud. Just put on the New England game. Yeah. What the hell was that, dude? Like, <laughs> like if, if, you're, if you're trying to defend why you're making a switch, what the hell happened in the New England game? Nothing. New England's not good yeah. at all. And, and the Chargers got buried – dug up and buried again multiple times in that game. That that's the one that I look at and and I just think is is a little strange. And the other one is when he tells his players, "Yeah, you know, playoffs probably aren't happening this year." <laughs> like who says that to their team? That that's it's just it's weird. It just the whole thing's weird. So I I would expect that they make a switch, 
But some people are in the know are saying, no, man, they're going to they're gonna stick with him. They're going to give him another chance here. How about this one? Clemson's head coach Dabo Sweeney doing a lot of trash talking with Ohio blowhard. State. He's such a blowhard. Do you think the Buckeyes keep this thing close or win outright against Clemson? I don't know. Look, no, I don't think they're going to keep it close. And I don't think they're going to win the game outright. I'm just hoping that they do because I'm sick of Dabo Swinney. He's such a blowhard, man. He was, I'm telling you, he was so much more likable when Steve Spurrier was choking him out every year. <laughs> when South Carolina was choking them out every single year in that cross-state rivalry, Dabo Swinney was so much more likable. Just not. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. I love how pissed off some people are about the SEC. It's so funny, man. It's so funny. Talk, talk about rent-free rent in someone's head. The SEC just living, renting a condo in people's head during bowl season when it comes to college football. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.